That's right. This is Low Speaks. I am Los. I'm going to speak. Follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Today on the program, a phone call. Andy Blanton, a good friend of mine, a very, very hardcore conservative, a little bit uh, socially liberal, I suppose, got on the horn with him today, and he was talking about a lunatic Uber passenger that he picked up. Trump derangement syndrome is what he kept saying. So we get into talking about that. Uh, we talked about Trump a lot. Talked about how liberals are super, super crazy and out of their mind. So many topics. We were just going through the news, talking about all sorts of stuff. So without any further ado, here is Andy Blanton. All right. What happened to you? So I picked this guy up at a hotel over off of like 71 and 35 area. One yeah. Of the over there. Mm-hmm. And he gets in the car, and I'm listening to Rush Limbaugh, but given it's turned down really low. He's like, like what the fuck? He's like, I always turn it down real low. And uh, so he's like, oh, is that Rush Limbaugh? And I said, yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't believe people listen to that show. And then he's like, my dad listened to that or something. He's like, I can't believe people actually believe. Like He, he proceeded to like bash Rush Limbaugh for like a minute. And then when he stopped talking, I said, well... Rush Limbaugh is the most popular radio show in the whole country, <laughs> which is true. Yeah, and what did he say? And so, so then he proceeded to like go off about how he couldn't believe people listened to it, and he's just lying to you, and da, da, da. and then he went off on Trump for like a ten minute long rant. He had Trump derangement syndrome. What kind of things were, he, was like, he saying? It was fucking hilarious because he started with like, I can't believe people vote for this con man. I can't believe. And then he turned to me and he was like, I can't believe you support this guy. And I didn't tell him I supported him or anything. I was just did you say, did you tell him, how do you know? I, I, how would you know if I support him or not? I said, I told him, I tried to tell him, I was like, Hey, I'm kind of in the middle, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he just went off on how Trump was a treasonous liar. And he's, the fucking worst thing in the history of people. And you try asking him, uh, what's the worst thing he's done? He wouldn't let me even get a word in because he had Trump derangement syndrome. He was literally working himself into a frenzy. He probably gave you zero stars. Oh, he was losing it. And every time he asked me a, a question, he's like, well, how can you support this fucking guy? He's like, he doesn't get it. He's like, he, what did he say? He was like, you can't even respect him. He has no respect. And he's such a horrible guy. And I, was, I can't remember all the specific stuff he was saying. But... You know, he's like, how can you vote for some guy like this that, you know, doesn't represent the office this way or that way? I said, I said, man, I've never respected a president my entire life. And then I went through and I told him, you know, my first recollection was George H.W. Bush, who lied directly to the people. Read said, my lips. No yeah, new taxes. And then he passed the tax bill. So he didn't get reelected, partly because of that, partly because of Ross Perot. But, you know, he directly lied to us. I said, then I had President Bill Clinton, who cheated in the Oval Office and all that. And I said, he didn't really do anything too crazy, but, like, that was one of the things he did that was, you know, scandalous presidency. I said, and then we had uh, Barack Obama. Or, uh, I'm sorry. I said, then we had George W. Bush, who started the Iraq War and passed the Patriot Act, two of the worst things, you know, ever. And the only thing he could agree with me on was when I said George W. Bush will go down as probably one of the worst presidents in history. And, uh, he's like, yes, finally we agree on something. Yeah, yeah. he's like, finally we agree on something. And I said, then we have Barack Obama, who ran as an anti-war candidate, uh, but he Barack lied about Obama? That. We're going to... I said, but he lied about that. I said, he didn't close if down... If you Guantanamo like your doctor, Bay. you can keep your doctor yeah. if you like him. Socialized yeah, health care is 
the best. And then he passed an extension and a wider version of the Patriot Act to make it even more, uh, taking away more of our rights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I said, man, I said, man, I don't know what you mean by respecting the president. I said, I've never respected a president in my entire life. <laughs> and, uh, and then he kept going off on Trump and how I was actually, it was the most scared I've been in a ride before. I didn't know if he was going to hit me or like he was working himself up. And he said, he told me he went to fucking Princeton. Privileged kid, huh? Of course. And you want to hear the icing on the cake? Hmm. So when we're almost at the destination I'm taking him to, he says, Trump is worse than Hitler. Oh, my God. And I, and I, and I busted out laughing, and I said, I said, that is outrageous. I said, you, I said, you do not believe that. And he's like, yes, I do. He's like, Trump is worse than Hitler. And then he was telling me, he's like, 40 uh, intelligence agency, former intelligence agency people talked about how bad for the world Trump is. And I said, oh, the very intelligence agents that got us into the Iraq war, and he blew up and got so mad. Oh, my God. Because I was like, because I was criticized. I was like, like, if you want me to respect the people that got us in the Iraq war, I'm sorry, I don't. You know, I don't respect those people. I don't care what they have to say after they lied us into that war. You know what I mean? Totally. And the more we learn about every war, like they just did a documentary about the Vietnam War, how it was a complete sham. Mm-hmm. We in, we invented the whole fucking Gulf of Tonkin incident. It never happened. That's right. <laughs> so, and then that was one of, the, one of the worst wars ever. So many people died and traumatized so many people. You know what's worse about this whole thing is that people have been saying Gulf of Tonkin, oh, it's, you know, and people that that didn't believe would say shit like, you are crazy, fuck you, and it, it, it people lose their livelihood over stuff like this, and then it comes out, what then? What happens after it comes out and says, you know, what, what what's going to come out in 50 years that will reveal that we, uh, that we did indeed cause 9-11 or George Bush had a hand in it, you know? What oh, if? I heard a podcast the other day from like an intelligence lady that was involved in the government. Mm-hmm. She got arrested for speaking out about 9-11, and she says that, you have to hear the podcast, it's unreal, it's unbelievable. What'd she say? About how they knew about it ahead of time. That they knew about it in advance? You gotta hear everything she says, because I can't remember, but like, literally, like, they they had, they had that set up as a false flag for us to get involved in these foreign wars, and they knew about it ahead of time, and let it happen so that we could get involved in the wars. Hmm. Absolutely. Let's see. Did you see what was going on in the news today? Oh, what do you think about um, what's going on with Cohen getting three years and it kind of directly points at Trump directing him to do these payments? Thus, thus the, uh, the payments to the two porn stars. At least, yeah, not a porn star, but uh, Heather McDougal and Stormy Horseface McDaniels. Yeah, but they're not illegal payments, are they? Well, it's well. The, here's what's the illegal part: is that if you are, and it's not. I don't even believe it's illegal because it's paying an old girlfriend off, you know. And it's and what you what you should be doing is disclosing well, no, no. that. It's a non It's a non-disclosure agreement payment. Which happens all the time. Yeah, I agree. But if it was, it, see, now they have to try to prove that if this came out during the campaign, this would have definitely hurt Trump. 
And yeah. so they can't, trying to say that it's they can't the prove that. Fund. So like it, to anyone else, why, I mean, why would, uh, why else would he have them paid off though? Like, think about that. Like why else? Because he thought maybe this would hurt his chances. Right. And therefore does make it uh, kind of a, he should disclose this. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it did come out and we go, who cares? Like, it really didn't matter if it did come out or not, right? So how can yeah. Trump be safe from all this? Dude, this lunatic, when he was in my car, he said that Trump was guilty of treason, and I said, for what? And he was just like, he lost it when I said, for what? He totally believes the Russia story, 100% hook, line, and sinker. And so does Jimmy. Jimmy's really into that. Says, but... Oh, yeah. He said he's, he's totally uh, bought and paid for by the Russians. <laughs> But at the least, only video we have proving Russian collusion is Barack Obama sitting on stage saying, don't worry, after my election. That's right. And they say, you know, be- I was talking to Jimmy about this, and he talked about how this penthouse, and I was like, are you fucking joking me that uh, an agreement for a, a penthouse, a room in a hotel, is enough for, like, Vladimir's like, yes, uh, I very much like this, this penthouse idea. And uh, I will give you the presidency. You have it. I'll get my men on it. Like, do you think this is an actual scenario and they believe this scenario that a penthouse... No, I don't think they really believe it. I really don't think they believe it. I don't know what they believe. I mean, I talked to Jimmy about this. Jimmy, I mean, listen to the podcast and Jimmy, like, we get into these kind of topics and he believes that he's bought and paid for. And I go, well, how? So how did... And I go, so how did... Russia meddle in the election. How do so? Let's talk yeah. about that. How did it happen? Did they? I can't ch- wait to hear about it. Did they change votes? Like no, okay, no. So what did they posted propaganda against Hillary? Like isn't this what you do during a fucking campaign? You you spill out and it's like was any of these things about Hillary not true? Well, no, okay. So what did Russia really do to meddle in the election? I need to know this, that answer before anything else. And how did that even have anything to do with Donald Trump? I'm still confused because he's an international businessman and will build his buildings in all the countries in the world, you know? Whether or not they happened, this, that Russia happened to happen in November is it, it, beyond me, man. And I don't see, I haven't seen anything illegal yet. But, you know, Cohen, when you start digging into the people he's uh, working with, or at least the hiring, you're seeing a lot of people going to jail. Like Cohen, I mean, lawyers will go to jail. When you're a high-profile lawyer, I bet you, I bet you anything, if any of those, any lawyer that's high-profile as Michael Cohen, uh, same pay grade, I guarantee if they had an FBI investigation on themselves, they'd go to jail for something that they committed. And I think only. So what's he going to jail for? He's going to jail for the payments he made. Um, I thought it was the violation. I don't think he got in trouble for the campaign law. Uh, I think he got in trouble for lying to Mueller. I think that's what he's getting in trouble for: lying under uh, under oath. Um, I don't see. know why these people answer any questions. I would just take the fifth the whole time. But say, if you want to try me for something, go ahead. But I'm not going to answer any questions because. You're going to put me in a 90-hour interrogation where I get so fatigued that I'm going to slip up and say something wrong. You're going to charge me with treason. 
or, or with uh, lying. And I'm just not going to do it. I'm not answering any questions. Feel free to arrest me and send me to jail. You know, that's what I would say. Uh, like, I'm not doing it. I want a lawyer. The judge declared he will serve time for a smorgasbord of fraudulent crimes. Cohen will turn himself up for here's, his crimes. Here's my real, here's my real problem, though, Los. My real problem is if you can't explain to me what the guy did, then how should I be concerned? Yeah. If you can't even explain to me in one sentence why he's going to jail, then what the fuck am I even worried about? You know, like he murdered somebody. Okay, I get that. Man, like, Google what is, did this guy do? Google well, is so fucking like, politically biased. I have to, I have to like scroll. Yeah. I can't find a a right leaning source that I would that I, I would to prefer. I fucking lunatic in my car. I was like, I went to school for journalism, man. I don't. And the reason, the only reason I say that is not to say I'm smarter than you, but just to let you know that I'm not some, you know, I'm not coming to my opinions on politics by not reading about it. I mean, I fucking, I know what the business is all about. You, I next can time, read what they're ne- writing. Next time, ask him who he voted for, you know, in the election. Like, oh, so who did you vote for, man? He yeah. probably wrote in Karl Marx. <laughs> or didn't vote at all. <laughs> now, but what's the deal with Jimmy, man? Because You should listen to the podcast, guy. man. It is good. Uh, he's he's very still left-leaning, uh, and... We do talk well, out uh, and get, and yeah, it's still on Mondays, same time. It's emergency exit. I clicked on it, but it didn't have a description as to what it was about. So, oh, well, it's better now that we have uh, we stream on YouTube, and it's a lot clearer looking, and everything looks great. There's no uh, last week's episode on Monday w- went all the way through without any any fuck ups. We've been having fuck ups with Facebook lately. Well, here's my main problem, man: is you start the show too slowly. Well, no, we're having fun. We're getting it going, uh, and then we get into the the meat of it. You know, my problem is that you bullshit around for ten minutes, and I can't figure out when the show starts. Well, that's a good ten minutes right there. That's where you we we BS and we do the Brew World Order, which is an important part of the show. Um, we're doing the Brew World Order tournament soon, which is going to be great. Oh yeah. So, but what's the deal with Jimmy, though? Like, why is he so... He's he's educated. Yeah. I feel like he can look at a story about Russian collusion and realize that there's no anything there. Well, I think half of it... I mean, he definitely jokes around when uh, when he talks about it. But most of the time, he just... He doesn't like Trump. There's just a Trump bias. Uh, bias. And whether or not he... Will come around. I, I I do I do see it coming around because at one point when I talked to him uh, maybe about a year and a half ago, I asked him, you know, what's the what's the best? Uh, just name one good thing about Trump. What's the best thing he's done, or you know, something like that. And he would be like, oh, he's a good con man. And now if I ask him, he go, okay, his his tax reform or his tax uh, reform has been good. You know, he he will start to admit things. So I know he's ready to come around. It's just it's going to take a little longer than some. He's that's why because he's smart and he gets it. I know he's never going to be a Republican, but I know that he could come more to the middle. Well, see, my job in this in this thing is so he he believes nobody. He goes nobody on the Democratic side wants no borders. Like all the Republicans and conservatives are saying, libs want Bullshit. fucking no borders. That's what I'm trying to say. I tell him that's BS. That's why um, they chant in their rallies, no borders, no walls. No KK, no USA at all, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, and so I no show, I'll, I start showing him these things. So last week, um, 
I showed him this video where this it was in Sacramento or something. I can't remember the the town it was, but it was Clarence Thomas Hall. It was Savannah, Georgia. They had a Clarence Thomas Hall, and there's a petition going around that we want to change the name of this hall. And so this guy went around and asked people, okay, so do you think we should change the name of Clarence Thomas Hall? And they go, yes. And they go, okay, what's what's the worst thing he's done that would solidify this? You know, and he goes, they, they can't answer it. They just cannot answer it. And I show it to him and I go, why are they so quick to answer that first question, but not the second one? Why is it that if it's involved with the Republicans somehow that it's like, doesn't matter, we're on this side. And, you know, you get him to, I'm going to show him more of these videos where things like that happen because he doesn't believe people uh, don't say we don't want any borders. Like I can show him tons of these videos, you know, and this is what's good about the show. And we can get his true reaction on things. And I think he's coming around. We get a lot of common ground stuff. He'll go, okay, I'll bow down to that. And I think that's what's good about our shows because I feel like, I don't know if I'm going to say I'm winning a lot, but I hold my ground very well and we discuss good stuff man but what i'm also saying like jimmy's halfway into it too because when he starts talking he gets into a conspiracy theory about it and i go okay and i have to stop him like okay he's not serious anymore he's now he's just getting into a tangent of uh you know the president is uh some sort of agent for this and that and he's uh ready to explode or i don't know what he'd say anymore but yeah man facing uh significant prison time this cohen guy Four to five years, tax fraud, false statements, and campaign finance violations, and he pleaded guilty. Uh, he pleaded guilty. There you go, you know, Barack Obama was guilty of campaign finance violations by the tune of like a million dollars or something? Oh, wow. And Dinesh D'Souza fucking goes to jail because he did $20,000. Oh, my God. But it happened to be for well, a... Maybe if I'm allowed to friends with him again since he calmed down a little bit. Dinesh D'Souza. I'm Dinesh D'Souza. I like. <laughs> it was Democrat. If as a Democrat, the Democrats are always to blame. Hillary, this I went to jail, but it wasn't regular jail. Like he keeps telling people, I went to jail, and I went to jail for six months. No, you went to go to bed to jail. I mean, you were pretty much free to do whatever you want during the day, but then you had to be in jail at by like five or six o'clock at night. And sleep Dude, his there. debate with Chank, his debate with Chank was fucking epic. Where he was like, Chank's like, but you went to jail, and he's like, that was his response to any like actual historical shit that Dinesh brought up, you know. Yeah, and you know he's they super never, open about it. They go, you went to jail. You're like because of that that one fact. That, yeah, he did go to jail. Um, right, I did. But <laughs> it. That one fact is all they got, and he goes, "Well, you don't understand what I got went to jail for." And he goes, "I'll tell you exactly what I got went to jail for." And so I don't what know. He, did that yeah. one idiot, but whatever. Well, you know, because there's different. There was a, a legal way of doing it, and he admitted to it. Like that's the thing. He fessed up to it, and like that's he got at least he got jail time, right? Um, we're not seeing any of that gonna happen for Obama with his. Uh, campaign finance violations, violations. We are gonna. I can't do Obama very well, but my Trump's getting really good. Kevin Hart. Dude, you should. You should have seen this guy, uh, Carlos, because 
his Trump derangement was so severe. I've never seen anything like it. This guy was literally, I probably, his whole day is probably ruined. He's probably still fucking pissed off about it. I wonder and, uh, what I do in that situation where he's getting dude, really you know angry. What was so fucked up? Every time he tried to ask me a, a question or whatever, he would just keep moving on to more rhetoric because, like, he didn't want he did he was not interested in any of my positions or who I am or anything. Well, that's All he how knew was that you know I, that's that's how a lot of them are, you know. Well, that was so fucked up because I kept telling him he's like, "Oh, how can you support Trump and all of that?" I said, "Man, I'm I said I'm pretty much in the middle," and then he would never let me explain. He would just move on to how he hated Trump so much. All you have to do is... I was like, is, why don't you ask me a question about what I think about some stuff, rather than... I don't think he cares. You know? I don't think they care, care, man. All you have to tell these guys... That's what made me so mad. I was like, you don't... And I, and I, I kept my cool, but I was just like sitting there just like, this guy's lost it. And I was like, man... I was like, you know, I don't... I'm in the middle. I'm more in the middle than... And the funniest thing about Donald Trump, the greatest thing about Trump, is that if you look at his stuff on paper, you wouldn't know that it wasn't a Democrat. Yeah, absolutely. And they do those videos too, man. Where it's like, what like, does he do that's so not beyond the pale besides his rhetoric and the fact that you hate it? The fact that he's the first Republican. And that fucking lunatic in my car was like, how could people vote for Trump? This guy is so not presidential and all this kind of shit. And I said, well, the Republicans tried to nominate somebody that was presidential. And the Democrats said he hated people with cancer and wanted people with cancer to die. And they also said he hated animals and children. <laughs> Who said so this? I was bringing up Mitt Romney. Oh, Mitt Romney. Like, it's all a political fight. And I was laughing at the guy. I, was tell- I told him, I said, man, this you know, notion that politics is some game played by goody two-shoes is completely ridiculous. But, yeah, I was absolutely. Like, it's a bloody fight. By a bunch of liars that are all scumbags on all sides of the aisle. Pretty See, what, much. What, what, what's the what would be the alternative? I would have been like, so what's the alternative? What would have happened if I told Trump didn't win? He's, like, so we'd have Hillary. Me, did you like, like? Did you like Hillary? No, no. He but he asked me towards the end of the ride. He's like, oh, you vote for Trump? I said, yeah, absolutely. And then he was like, would you vote for him again? And I said, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm voting for him again. I said, am I supposed to vote for Cory Booker? Am I supposed to vote for Elizabeth Warren? I was like, I mean, come on, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to vote for somebody more in the middle, but I'm not going to vote for a lunatic. Yeah. And he also said that uh, Trump. This is what he said. He goes, Trump said he could walk out in the street and shoot somebody, and he would still have fans. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's how good yeah, he is. He, he's just saying that as a fucking, you know, saying that he has loyal support. He's not saying he's going to shoot somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like called, he's not he's not saying I'm gonna go shoot somebody. You gotta he's ask saying, like, you oh, gotta yeah, talk to, to these people like do you know what a hyperbole is by chance? Do you know how yeah, New Yorkers yeah, guy, talk? Have you Yeah, but the guy said Trump is worse than Hitler. Yeah, and worse. I'd be like, Well damn dude. Worse. I said, Well let him hide the Jews then. You know, play into yeah, him, dude. You should have well I shit, know, I hope you're not Jewish then. Hurt. This guy was a fucking lunatic. I would have asked him too. Hey, you know Trump should grow. You know, if he was worse than Hitler, he'd have a an orange mustache, a little toothbrush mustache, just like Hitler. That'd be funny as. What do you think about this whole CRTV controversy? I'm pretty pissed off about it, actually. Um, I I'm not going to renew my membership. It came in May, so um, I still have. Why are you? Uh, I ask for a refund. Is what I would do. Well, I don't know if I'm going to ask for. Uh, 
a re- I could. I, I suppose I could. But if it if Stephen, they're not going to give you a refund. I just want you to send them an email telling them how upset you are. Yeah, well, it's not going to bring Gavin McInnes back. Um, I mean, I really got it. I love. I watch Gavin McInnes over um, Stephen Crowder these days. You know, I hey, like Crowder's a fucking something's wrong with Crowder, dude. I think he got. I don't know if he's sick or something, but um, I, I just saw a video where someone was like, "We got to pray for Stephen Crowder." Like, I think yeah, he yeah. says something at the end of the last episode. I never really listened. See, that's what I don't like about his show. It, like, he does this inspirational talk at the end. What, what's going on? So that guy, the, the guy that said pray for Stephen Crowder, mm-hmm. he was actually brainwashed by Crowder as well, because I saw another video where they said the reason why Crowder said that he had to go away for a few months is because the merger was coming and they knew they were going to get rid of Gavin and they knew that it was going to cause a huge controversy. And so if he's under the guise of, oh, I'm sick right now for the next few months, he doesn't have to answer to anybody. He doesn't have to speak about it. Is that what he said on his last episode? I didn't. I didn't know any of that. See, I just don't keep up with his stuff as much. I he watched. Said there the... was some personal stuff, and he had to go away for a while. But the thing was, like, people are speculating that he knew the shit was going to happen. The merger was going to happen. When he did Stephen that... Crowder say all that? This was his last show. He said, "I'm going away for a while." Hmm. I'm gonna have to put that on. But the thing is, he. What people are speculating is that he knew the merger was going to happen. Which I'm, how could he not know? And another thing is, not Gay Jared and all those people left the show and they never explained why. Interesting. Well, I mean, I knew why I thought not Gay Jared left because of uh but they just they never had, but they it. just hired a bunch of people though. They have all these non disclosure agreements where they can't speak out. Wonder what's going on though. So he knew about this merger and he's like kicking back and waiting for it to blow over and coming back. And because I just saw um, a tweet from one of the producers of the show saying it'll be back in January. Yeah, but that's why he was gone. He said it was like some personal shit, but it's really because he didn't want to have to answer anybody. Hmm. This is uh, interesting. I'm going to look up his Twitter. I don't right know now if that's see- true. I'm just saying that's what people are speculating, and it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Well, see, I don't even know why he's gone. I was like wondering why uh, he wasn't doing shows the last few couple weeks uh, after the Thanksgiving, right? And I guess I just assumed they were taking Christmas off. Um, bullshit. That's why. Dude, these people, man. The more the thing is, once you watch somebody for like a year or two, you get past the honeymoon phase and you realize they're full of it, dude. I still am going to watch Crowder videos online, but I don't... And the same thing with Joe Rogan. I don't take Joe Rogan seriously anymore after Owen Benjamin was saying about him. It's like he, he brings all these people on his show, and then the next day he starts mocking them, like Gavin and stuff. What happened with CRTV? Why did it merge? I didn't even know what what's going on here. We need, because we need some stuff. they're fucking sellouts, dude. Crowder has his own audience. Trower has no need to merge with anybody. Interesting. Let me man. tell you another thing. Let me tell you another thing about all this, man. There's a reason why Ben Shapiro and Crowder and all those quote unquote new age conservatives hate Milo Yiannopoulos. Why do they hate him? Because he's the real deal and they're not. They're full of it. 
I'm telling you, man, Milo's the one guy that won't put up with any bullshit. And all these other guys are bought and paid for. This is what the real reality is. They're bought and paid for. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. And they're still more conservative than everyone else. I still love them. But they're not as real as you think they are. You know? They're not willing. They're not willing to stick the neck out and support people. So why did they hire Glenn Beck? See, this Glenn Beck started joining this thing, and I was like, who the fuck wanted Glenn Beck on here? Get well, Stephen, like he's sick or something? Like I'm I'm looking at uh, hashtag Stephen Crowder right now. Looking at us, Glenn Beck is a moron Glenn for Beck. firing, and, and he fired Michelle Mal- Malkin too, Filipino. No, she quit. Oh, she quit. But she's smart, dude. If you want to talk about a real person, Michelle Malkin is the real fucking. Yeah, girl. I know. I've seen some of her vi- uh, videos, man. Thanks, Glenn Beck. Your anti-Trump stories—you've ruined CRTV. Uh, Stephen Crowder and Gavin McInnes going to stick around. Oh, this is before um, Gavin McInnes. Got left or got fired. Who the fuck is this? And don't wonder why none of these real conservatives like Michelle Malkin and stuff are ever on Fox News anymore. Mm-hmm. Because it's all bullshit. They're all in line with the old guard Republicans. They're all neocons. You know? I mean, why? I don't understand, but why? Why would they not want... They, they speak the same things, don't they? You got to listen to Alex Jones, man. I mean, when it all comes down to it, they're not in favor of real conservatism. They're more in the middle. And the the difference is is that the Democrats have gone so psycho that a lot of the conservatives seem like they're conservative in comparison. You know? Oh, man, I wonder what's going to happen to Gavin McInnes, man. I, I'm pissed Dude, that he's gone. everything. They were making fun of him on the Young Turks because he says that people in this neighborhood don't like him. So. For what? Is, I don't understand. I, you know, this, this was an episode that I had with Jimmy. And I go, why don't you like him? Well, what? Because what, he's, uh, he's racist and... Uh, what? And I go... He's got a fucking Native American wife. He goes, well, he uses that as a crutch for... I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what does someone have to prove? Like, okay, he hangs out with black people. And he goes, well, he's still racist. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand this, where they're talking this way, man. I really don't get it. I'm glad they banned that bigot, Gavin McInnes. I give a YouTube props. Death to white supremacy. Death to bigotry. Uh... He's not a white supremacist. What the fuck is going on here? Dude, and none of his friends will stand up for him. Yeah, you know, I watched I watched an episode of Joe Rogan where he's like, you know, man, yeah, man, he's he just rolls with the with the wrong crowd. Uh, people are joining that and they're Nazis. Like, holy fuck, no, they're not. They get they Nazis are not allowed in this fucking group. You guys have no idea what they're talking. People have no idea what this is. Uh, you should listen to this episode I did on Proud Boys, where I said they were. I said uh, Jimmy was over here reading all the facts off of Wikipedia, and I'm going. He goes, "Okay, this is how you get in. You have to have 
You have to beat someone up. You have to get beat up and you have to break someone's heart and you got to get your heart broken. And I was like, what? Yeah, I, but it's not, a, it's not like you're getting your ass kicked illegally. It's like you're agreeing to an initiation phase. Well, no, and then he says, here's the initiation where, okay, you get, uh, everyone in the group is beating the shit out of you and you have to name five ice creams or whatever. And I go, what? Ice creams? No, it's breakfast cereals. I know all the facts, dude. I know all the Gavin McInnes facts, and he's over here looking at Wikipedia. Every fucking thing he said, I had to retell him. I go, no, that's not right. And then we go to the Proud Boys site, and it goes, um, all races, all all um, all races, men, gay or straight, welcome to join. And I was like, how is this racist? How is this a racist group? And, and Nick was over here going, okay, fine. Well, let's look at the Antifa, uh, Antifa website. And I was like, yeah, well, I, I tell you what it's going to say there. The, the fact that they show up there, anywhere they go, the person that they're opposing is, a, is to them a fascist. But the word fascist means a strong bundle of sticks or the, the stronger together we are together like sticks. Instead of one stick, if we're a bundle, it's harder to break us. Uh, that's exactly their tactic. They go... With all their black masks, they go there like a bunch of fucking brew, like a bunch of straws, and they get gather up together and make some fascists. They're the fascist one, and I kept trying to solidify that with them. Well, why do they have to go and fight the Antifa? And I go, well, Antifa is starting fights. What don't you understand about Antifa? Yeah. What Throwing don't you get about them? They they are the ones starting the fights. Um, 100%. And whoever they fight. Everyone's like, okay, they're like, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Anthony? No, it was Don Lamont. Uh, he was saying shit like, well, they're they're anti-fascist. That's what they do. Wherever they go and whoever they fight, those people are fascists. You go, wait, who gave them the authority to determine who well, who is fascist or not? They're going around telling people that these guys are Nazis, and they're clearly not. Everybody follows the mainstream media, and that's all they they hear. Antifa is the good the good crowd. But they are a domestic terrorist group. But here's what makes me mad. Um, Jimmy went to mass communication school, which is almost journalism school. Mm-hmm. He knows journalism. He can read an article and realize it's full of shit. Yeah. But he doesn't care. He's so biased that he can't look at anything objectively. He is very... Well, I mean, sometimes we look at something... I mean, I know I have a leaning right bias, but I'll look at something and... You know what was going on at work the other day? Someone someone had thrown one of those uh, lime scooters in the tree outside of our work, and everyone was pointing at it and like laughing. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what's funny about that, you guys? Uh, what if that was your scooter? Would you be laughing? I say, what if somebody owns stock in that company, and that's basically one of their properties, and you're just like laughing with that? You know, like whether or not you like the people that are driving those things and making you pissed off has nothing to do with the actual scooters themselves. And I think it was very disrespectful to think that that's funny. I mean, you know, maybe that's getting I'm getting a little old and and more right leaning about things. But I had no problems with graffiti back in the day, you know. But now I'm like, oh man, who's gonna clean that shit? Or who who's gonna pay for that? You know, I'm thinking that way nowadays. Yeah, someone graffitied up and ruined this like extremely beautiful wall that somebody spent all this time to paint, making look really nice. Over on Riverside, across 35. Yeah. And it's just like, man, you fucking graffiti artist. Go fuck yourself. You, you know, can't find I, a piece of plywood. I don't mind. 
I don't mind graffiti that looks nice, you know, but if it's your name, I've always hated that. If it's like a name or something, that is so stupid. You know, I don't like names like on tattoos. When you see something that has like lettering or something like a, like a slogan or a motto or their child's name or something, uh, short of the child's name or their mother's <laughs> name, I think they're ew, gross. I think it's lame to have fucking letters on you and I that's I feel the same way about graffiti but if you have some beautiful art if you're able to throw up a fucking sweet looking bird or something I'd be down for your graffiti but it's always shitty fucking names oh here's my fucking graffiti name pen tip or fucking here's my fucking name handwriting the handwriter ghost guy the pit bull so I had this girl in my car yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And she was double majoring in social work and government. And she was a totally brainwashed feminist. I mean, brainwashed to the core. And she okay. said that Betsy DeVos, who is the Secretary of Education for Trump, yeah, was changing Title IX, right? Title IX is a set of laws that governs universities. Okay. And she said that Betsy DeVos is making it harder for girls that get sexually assaulted to go and uh, report the crime. How is it harder for them to, to, to say something? It's not. She's just completely brainwashed. She, liberals believe stuff that doesn't even pass the smell test. It, like, she it, literally... It, it, all you have girl, to do is ask a question. That's all you have to do. Open up your fucking mind for a moment and said, ask a question. Well, I was questioning her, and she'd never been questioned before, and she hated it, of course. Of course. So I was, like, saying, like, okay, so if a girl gets sexually assaulted on campus, she's not allowed to go to the police? And she's like, no. Well, what's happening is, here's what really, because I read some articles about it after she got out of the car. And what's really happening is that Betsy DeVos changed it. There was an Obama-era policy that said if a girl goes to the Title IX board at the school and says she was sexually assaulted by somebody, they're not allowed to cross-examine her. Hmm. So they're not allowed to ask her any questions. They have to fully believe it, no matter what. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know what you yeah, should do then, is then, uh, get a microphone set up in your Uber, in your Uber, because it's a single-party yeah, right. consent consent state, and you can just post these know, stuff up anonymously. So this girl believes that Donald Trump woke up one day and decided, you know what? I think that young girls are not getting raped enough on college campuses, and what I'm going to do is devise a scheme to collude with Russia so that I can become president and appoint somebody ahead of Title IX so that they can ensure that girls are getting raped at schools. Oh, my God. That's the diabolical scheme that she thinks Donald Trump concocted. Does Glenn Beck own... Um... Does Glenn Beck own uh, Blaze TV? Yeah, he started it. That's what's going on. So he basically bought them out and called it a merger, and he's like, fuck Gavin McInnes. He'll keep Crowder because they're friends. Yeah. First of all, why was it for sale in the first place? What's that? Why was CRTV for sale in the first place? I had no idea it was even up. I It... it I saw this new icon on my phone and I pressed it because it said Blaze TV and I didn't recognize it and it opened up and it was CRTV and I was like, when the fuck did that happen? Like overnight, it totally happened. 
Um, and I think I watched a couple episodes of Gavin McInnes on there. He was on for two or three episodes. And then you said something, and I looked right at the app, and nothing. He was gone. He got wiped away. Both of his TV shows on there. He's got one called CRTV Tonight. And uh, I think he's a big part of CRTV, I thought. Oh, so many people have already left. CRTV is going to go under. No doubt about it. Well, is it still oh, CRTV? Blaze. It's the Blaze TV. Yeah, Blaze TV is going to go down. Well, fuck Glenn Beck. Fuck Blaze TV. Fuck all those people. What I got to say? Fuck them all. I'm right. done with them. Fuck them. I'm done. I'm pissed. I'm not taking it no more. My Republic. All right, Alex <laughs> Jones. I <laughs> know. Have you seen that video? No. It's hilarious. But no, man. I mean, I don't. I don't trust any of them anymore. I'm done. I don't trust Crowder anymore. I don't trust Ben Shapiro anymore. I'm still going to check in on what they're saying because they're still not Why don't you trust Shapiro? Because he's friends with Beck or what? Dude, because he doesn't stand up for any... None of these people stand up for anybody. So why why didn't Ben Shapiro come out with a video in the last three days talking about how it's bullshit that Gavin McInnes got fired? Well, maybe no, maybe no one really knows what's going on. He's not. He's not in. First of all, he hasn't made a video about the merger at all. Uh, you know, I've never heard Ben Shapiro really talk about Gavin McInnes. Anyways, he's never said anything like Proud Boys that I've I, I can remember. Ask yourself. Ask yourself one question, man. Okay. Why is the most popular young conservative? of our generation, Ben Shapiro, not going to make a video, and he has a daily podcast, mind you, about the most um, interesting story involving conservative journalists in the last two or three years. They murdered Michelle Mockin quit. They fired Gavin McInnes. He has nothing to say about that? Why is that? I don't. I don't know, man. I'm trying to look well, up stuff here. Well, because he's purposefully not talking about it. Because this happened a week ago. He has plenty of time to to make a daily video. He makes. Uh, he's on the fucking thing for an hour a day. So why does he not make a video about this? He has nothing to say about it. He's not interested in in the biggest thing happening in conservative new wave media that he's a part of, and and he has nothing to say about it. Well, see, Daily Wires is. Has talked about him before. DePaul University approves speech by Gavin McInnes, then bans him. Uh, Twitter suspends. Yeah, banned from Australia. Twitter suspends Gavin McInnes for violating violent extremist policy. Uh, looking for Proud Boys Antifa after brutal Manhattan brawl. That's why he quit. Had to do that. Quit the Proud Boys thing because a lot of those guys from that Manhattan brawl are getting are going to go to jail for a while. But why? Well, they are. It, there's um, a video that they you see them fighting. Themselves. Yeah, they were defending themselves. <laughs> so that's what they're fighting about. And I think Gavin McInnes had to separate himself from that for now. And Nine members. New York Police Department announced that it has enough evidence to charge nine members of the right-wing group Proud Boys and three protesters with various counts of rioting, assault, and attempted assault. 
in connection with a brawl that erupted between the two sides a few blocks away from a city Republican club following a speech Friday by a Proud Boys leader, Gavin McInnes. I hate that they call him the leader. I mean, he's never been the leader. He's just the founder. Well, that's why you're starting to notice how all these journalism outlets are full of bullshit. They, they, they know that he's not the leader. They don't care. They're paid to sit there all day and research articles that they write. They know exactly what they're writing about. And they're purposefully writing it in a way that makes it sound that way. Right? Gavin McInnes, who is alt-right, quote-unquote, which, what does that mean? He denounces everybody in the alt-right in every video every day. You know? Yeah, man. The New York PD provided details about the violent encounter between the two violence-embracing groups. Violence-embracing groups uh, in uh, 25... I guess they are violence-embracing, both of them. No. He embraces self-defense. Yeah, and see, that's another thing. Uh, uh, Jimmy read another quote. Uh, We don't start fights. We finish them. And I go, yes. And he goes, another quote, it goes, fighting literally solves everything. And I go, yeah, think about it. There's always a winner and a loser. There's always some sort of fight going on. You know, fighting does literally solve everything and has solved everything. Uh, Let's see. After after exiting the club around 8.20 Friday, police officers initially kept the Proud Boys separated from Antifa members. Uh, The two groups began to shout at each other. Police say they believe Antifa members initiated the violence. There, the cops are saying they initiated um, I bet they're getting in trouble for like hate crimes or something. This is a little yeah. awkward for the Daily Beast narrative. McKinnis told and the they Daily care- Beast. These same people characterize Antifa as freedom fighters. Yeah, this is this is the craziness. Like I've never seen Antifa do anything good. Like the latest video that we've seen from Antifa is them like shutting down a street in Portland and then yelling at people in their cars. <laughs> And like hitting cars and shit while they go by when the cars were doing nothing but trying to get by. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyways. Well, Gavin is clearly a Nazi and he wants Donald Trump to be president so that Hitler can reign again. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's what the guy, that's what the Princeton educated lunatic in my car believes. What can you do? Dude, this guy was a fucking lunatic. And I know he's educated. And I know he's smart. And there's no way. I just don't, I can't in my mind fathom how you can get yourself so worked into a frenzy over Donald Trump. I was talking to uh, someone on the left, uh, you know, not too long ago. And he goes, you know what, you know what it is for me? And he was saying this, you know what it is for me? It's like, I feel that the people on the right are more emotional, like, are more emotionally driven than us on the left. I said, Oh my God. What? <laughs> really? If this, it, this is derangement to me, man. I'm like, okay, so one yeah. side is saying, doing what? And like striking fear. And I had to give them the, give them the global warming thing. I go, so is global warming like something that's supposed to scare you? Like they say, well, if we don't change, we're all going to die. Uh, okay. We're just going to die. That's what they said about uh, this uh, socialized health care. Well, I get, uh, Beto was saying, well, I guess you don't care if people die then, you know? Like, what if we don't want to do your social health care? He's like, well, you're, I guess you want people to die. 
Like, what the fuck kind of answer is that? Uh, I guess we just yeah. want. I guess you just want to. I guess you just don't care enough about people as I do, as they close their eyes and say that. I guess you just don't care about people like I care about people. I'm so empathetic that I understand your feelings almost before you feel your own feelings. I just understand people better than you do. And Andy, frankly, I think you're hateful for it. Yeah, I'm a racist. And you're a racist too. Thanks for mentioning that. I almost forgot. Yes, and you're racist. I've never done anything racist. However, I'm definitely racist. Well, you want that wall to be built. That's super racist. Oh, yeah. You hate Mexicans, obviously. Yes. Concrete is anti-people. Yeah. You just... uh, Dude, I don't know how to make sense of what happened to me today with this guy. He was a fucking lunatic. Yeah, man. Well, you'll come across lunatics... But the thing was, he wasn't a lunatic. He was a well-educated, Ivy League-educated, smart guy. And he went totally... Well, did he say he dinner. went to Princeton, or he just graduated from Princeton? He was like 60. He said he graduated from Princeton, oh. worked in the government. He, oh, said. he was 60? Yeah, he was a I thought he was a younger guy. So this is an older guy. Um, was, yeah. he, was he bald? Attacking a young kid because I support Trump. Was he bald? No. What did he look like? Did he have a like beard hair? Did he, was he did he rock he, a beard? He looked like a Canadian to be honest. A Canadian? Yeah, he looked like he's, he's from the northeast. I don't know what that what that means. Like Crowder, like thick hair and weird looking face. But... Okay, was he gray at all? Well, but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I guess probably around sixty. Okay, okay, okay. Um, this guy was he was he was like a well educated guy, like. Like I said, probably rich. Like, he was going crazy. Like, he was foaming at the mouth type of lunacy when he was talking about Trump. And like, like, people like go, I said, he would yeah, not let you know, me, when people go, I, let me answer people go, I can't question. believe, I don't know why someone would vote for them. And I go, well, why would someone vote for, you know, Alexandra Gouliais Cortez? You know, why would anyone have done that? Like, there's reasons behind it. So, like, when you go, I don't know why someone would do this. Like, well, we're telling you the answers why. You just don't like the answers, and that's the problem. You need to understand people have different opinions than you do. I would be like, you know, there's different people than you out there, right? You know, you can't expect everyone same, to be the same. The same guy. I, that's the why you need to you need you to record me. these, and uh, we'll air them on my uh, separate podcast. Yeah, I, I wish I could. I wish I could. No, I told the guy. I'll give I you. Um, that, I'll uh, give you a a recorder to put in your car. And. It would be cool, but I have to record the whole time, and I have to find it. No, you but would, like you would just—I would just leave it in there and let it die. Then uh, I'll get one good day, and I'll hide it in there again. But so this guy, this lunatic, he—I uh, told him I was like, you know, the problem today is that people can't have a discussion about how they disagree, and just, and just talk about it, you know. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's—he tried to say he agreed, but I'm like, not the way you're treating me. You don't agree, you know. Oh, my fucking God. A friend of mine just posted a video on Facebook. His shirt says, no one is illegal on stolen land. All right, I'm about to start a fight with this guy. Tell him, you know the reason why we need a wall? is so that a bunch of people don't come in here and try to make it their land again. Like, we learned our lesson the first time. Just, I just 
quote, I just said, that shirt is ridiculous. <laughs> Here we go. So who did the, uh, the Cherokees, who did they steal the land from when they beheaded a bunch of motherfuckers? Yeah. Do you think that the Native Americans were, so who were the first people there? Were they the first people there? That's just what we tell people. There was probably people before them and definitely people says, before no, them. It says no one is illegal on foreign land and the picture in the background is the upside down American flag, which is the Native American uh, protest symbol. Poor Native Americans. Man. Oh my fucking God, dude. I don't know who I was talking to the other day, but I was saying, like, America, the greatest country in the whole... Oh, yeah. I was talking to this guy that was here from uh, the Northeast, and he was in my car. And he was thinking about moving down here. And I don't know. He seemed kind of foreign, too. But he was talking... We were talking about different political... You know, about affordability issues and different stuff like that. And You know. Anyways, how we got into it, I was just like, man, America is the great, the greatest country in the world. You can come here with your shirt on your back and end up a rich person. You have a Bill of Rights here, which doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. You have freedom of speech, which doesn't exist in most places in the world. I mean, literally, you live in the greatest country, and the people that live here want to destroy it. Because they're upset that somebody disagrees with them. That's literally what it's about. Our country is so great. And they hate fucking Milo Yiannopoulos because he's the only conservative that's ever mixed... Like he says, he mixes highbrow and lowbrow. He does a conservative version of Bill Maher, and they're totally okay with Bill Maher saying the N-word and doing whatever he wants. But when uh, Milo Yiannopoulos comes in as an unapologetic conservative comedian, just like Owen Benjamin or any of those other people, they get rioted. doesn't make any sense. It's misunderstood, and, way, and maybe maybe this is just the beginning of you know something that's going to be realized in a few years. I tell people that aren't Trump likers. I go, man, I guarantee you, twenty years, uh, even fucking, even just a, maybe five years. Like, think about how people are looking at George Bush. Like, they were like, it was during the the McCain. McCain fucking funeral, how they were like all siding with George Bush and, and Obama, how they hated Trump, you know, like, what the fuck? Didn't you guys hate, don't you guys hate uh, anything Bush related? And now I'm saying we're going to look back and go, this guy, this orange guy that everyone hated did some amazing fucking things and he'll be remembered forever after this. And he got a lot of people to get into politics because they hated him so much. Now they follow politics not very well, but at least they're voting again. And that's yeah. something you can say. I go that that's I think it's perfect perfect the way you can say that Trump is uh, he'll be remembered uh, as a good president. I think, or you know, people go no, he's so not. People aren't going to fucking people aren't going to remember that shit. Well, I met a guy today that went to Princeton and is that smart. And he said Trump was worse than Hitler. Yeah, worse. I know. You said that. I still can't believe it, though. I just can't believe it. Because I questioned him. I said, you don't believe that. That's why I told him. And he's like, yes, I do. Fuck it. I don't know. Well, you're an unreasonable person. Um, I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. I mean, at, sometimes you're just going to have to. They're going to be that way. And you go, okay, you know. I definitely don't believe that. And I know one day you won't believe that either. Yeah. You know? Right now, right now, that, right now, you're well. I mean, he's. An, I don't know how an old man like that would would say something like that. Like, 
you obviously are a liberal because, I mean, you're in Austin and you're that old. I mean, if I was that old, I'd probably try to get some land and get away from this crazy city. But no, they would. Meanwhile, what's the alternative? Democrat socialists? Uh, do you not understand what a socialist is? Well, what do you, socialists are bad, are, are good. But you know what's really bad? Nationalism. And I go, well, <laughs> he goes, well, you know not why? Nationalism is you know what's, you're an American. You know what the Nazis were? They were, they, and they, if, you, if they ever say this, they, they'll say it this way. You know what Nazis are? Nationalists. And I go, you have to go, yeah, national, nationalist socialists. National socialists. Well, that doesn't matter. And so, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, doesn't matter. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, you know what they taught that they taught me in college when they were talking about communism? Mm -hmm. That real communism has never been tried before. All these other communist countries were not real communists. Nope. Let's try it again. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not kidding. That's really their answer when you say communism has failed everywhere. They say it's never actually been tried. Well, there's a dude at work that's been posting shit that he's very communist. I didn't even know he was. Someone I talked to, and I think he's like sold, holds some animosity against me now, but he's a communist. I want to talk to him about this because he thinks that communism is the way to go. I mean, it sounds good on paper, dude. Communi- no, uh, it doesn't com- sound good on paper. A community, how every... They look at it... You know, socialism does work well in, like, small things. In small groups, it works well. But not as the nation... Not for the nation. Like, you know what's a socialism uh, a group? A family. A family socialists. But there's still a hierarchy. And you're going to deal with those. Then there's another uh, fight after that, the fight for hierarchy and the patriarchy. And I came up with a good uh, uh, thing about that. And I said, you know, the, you know, women came up with the patriarchy, right? Because women are much smarter than men, right? And so imagine back in the caveman times, they had to fight their way. They had to, everyone was on their own, you know, and women were looked at by men. And they saw, the women saw these men were way bigger and would defend would look like they naturally would defend a woman. So they were smart enough to let them work together, you know, and made sure that they, that one man would stay with that one woman. And because they got so comfortable and evolved, she didn't have to feel that she had to fight anymore. And she was able to do what she more naturally felt like doing, like nurturing a child. They came up with the patriarchy, man. This is, do you think men came around and said, we're going to oppress women? Like, no, women created the patriarchy. Right. Well, another thing is the patriarchy is not a negative thing. God created the order of what Jesse always says is because it's from the Bible that God created the order that's Christ and man, man over woman, woman over children. God in Christ, Christ and man, man over woman, woman over children. It's not a discrimination-based order. It's just an order that if you disrupt it, everything falls apart. And we've seen that in our society, dude. Single mothers are never successful. Well, I mean, we see... Not all the time, but the thing is... The thing is, man, is that men... Ser- God created a way that we serve each other my in mom different was, ways. I don't think my mom was... I mean, my mom was single, but dating somebody. I mean, what does that... What does single mean? Like, not married? We're talking. You're talking about anecdotal evidence when okay, Ben Shapiro so, talks about empirical evidence. Okay. No, I feel you. I'm not saying I'm not going to say that it's because um, I was going to say like, well, my example is obviously anecdotal. 
Um, but there is, you can still say yeah. uh, there are exceptions to the rules, right? I mean, that's, I know. Yeah, but you've seen Ben Shapiro's videos where he talks about how the number one way to get yourself out of poverty is to not have children out of wedlock and get married and get a job. And, and like, that's like proven, that's like from studies proven and stuff. I just sent a, I, mean, I sent a text to Jimmy here not too long ago saying, gender pay gap, yes or no? And he goes, yeah, let's do it. I believe it's a thing. So, uh, we're well, tell him to read Why Men Earn More before he does the episode. Well, no, we're going to have to show him on the air so that we can. So, someone on the left. Hear what he you should do a show about the book Why Men Earn More. Yeah, yeah, I know. You told it. me about it, but I don't think he should read it. We should report on it and or have the. No. Maybe I can get the. Is the author still alive? I don't know. It would be great because it would be. You could both read the book. You could set this episode up. Far, you know, two months or three months from now. You could both get a copy of the book. You could both read the book. And you know the library has it for free, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could both read the book, and then you could talk about what you agree or disagree with in the book. And then it wouldn't be you trying to explain to Jimmy that the gender, gender pay gap has nothing to do with discrimination. Who, uh, who wrote that? Look, a feminist, Warren Farrell. Warren Farrell? Uh-huh. He was like the head of the National Organization of Women for a while, a lifelong feminist, and then he had some daughters, and then he decided, you know what, there's this pay gap between men and women, and I don't want my daughters to be discriminated against. So he looked into it to write a book about it, and he found out it has nothing to do with discrimination. Yeah, there he is. And you can watch interviews of him on YouTube. I mean, literally, he had daughters, and he didn't want them to be treated unfairly in the workplace, and he found out it's not true. Like, the most common one you'll hear is like, oh, male doctors make more than female doctors. Yeah, it's because most often men go into heart surgery and brain surgery and women go into pediatrics. <laughs> I know. It, see, that's the thing. They don't break it down into the subcategories of things. Yeah, there are lots of types of doctors, and uh, I'm sure a foot doctor wouldn't get paid as much as a brain doctor. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can't lump those two together. Absolutely not. Like, you can't say that... Um, like, of course, women in my category, if you say in, uh, they work in coffee, like that's such a vague category. They, of course, they earn less because in my category, you have women that are picking the berries all the way in fucking Ethiopia and shit, and they get paid by the pound that they, you know, what they earn. And, well, I don't know about the rest of the world. Why men earn more is only about America. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you know what I what else I heard? Someone was talking about the 1%, and this guy was like, well, if you actually take in account for the global um, uh, average of the, of the, of the was it was the global average salary, it turns out to be like in the 30,000s. And it says, if you make over $30,000 a year, you're technically in the 1% of the world. <laughs> Love that. It's true, too. If you look it up, it's like, yeah. If you look at it globally, it's like, so what are you going to do about this problem now? You're the 1% of the global uh, economy. But the real, the real problem is that you're starting a protest movement based on jealousy. And jealousy is one of the most evil feelings that a man can ever feel. Jealousy of what? Like the pain? The only reason they're against, the only reason they're against rich people is because they're jealous. They don't, they don't have... 
Listen, in the United States of America... I I think I understand that, too. There's this one guy at work. um, He definitely... I go, come on, dude. What would you do if you won the lotto? He's like, I'd give most of it up or something. I go, come on. You say that now, right? But you definitely wouldn't. No way. But the thing is, they're jealous in, in America, right? You could be the poorest of the poor, like I am. And I have an apartment with electricity and air conditioning and cable TV and internet, mm-hmm. computers. Mm-hmm. So, so what is a risk I have that I don't have, except for security? And I understand how much that messes with your mental ability to be happy. I get that. And I understand that there's people that, you know, get fucked and they have to owe all this debt and stuff. But, like, literally, what does a rich person have that you don't have? Other people that do things to- for you. Well, yeah, but in America, it's like, think about that. You're just, the only reason you hate the 1% is because you're jealous. There's no other reason. Like, you you just can't live life without a Rolls Royce. That makes, way, makes a lot life. of sense to me. I felt, I've always felt that. I go, come on, dude. Like, why would anyone hate anyone that's done hard work to make money? And I think people don't like Trump because he's not an actual millionaire. Um, that's what they'll say. He's not an actual millionaire. He never, uh, he he's never. Uh, he's not a billionaire. He doesn't actually have any money. They say he says they also say what? that his money never. He never actually earned any money. He got a loan from his father. You know, he says he he got a lot more than just a loan from his father. Just a lot of money. That whole thing where it was like an inheritance or whatever. Well, yeah, but read the story. Do you, do you actually know the story about Trump's real estate business? Uh, I don't. I don't really know. I'm just telling you what I've heard. I don't care. I don't think well, you should care. You should care because. First of all, a loan for somebody that doesn't know how to run a business will do nothing, right? Right. So if you give somebody a, a, a million dollars and they open up a restaurant, they'll end up on Bar Rescue. Yep, and only like ten percent of those show, ten uh, percent of those restaurants actually make it. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The loan doesn't really make a difference. Right. Well, see, like that's that's my problem with this thing. They go. But here's the other thing: you got to read. You got to read the history about Trump, though. He what he did. You know what Trump Tower is? Hmm. At, at the time when Donald Trump got the loan from his father, he got the loan to rebuild Trump Tower. And Trump Tower was in Lower Manhattan, which at the time was like, you know, 10 years ago, East Riverside. It was nothing. It was the bad part of town, the horrible area. Nobody wanted to work there. No one wanted to do real estate there. And what Donald Trump did was he bought a bunch of buildings in the bad part of town and uh, totally revitalized them. And well, he didn't, he didn't let black people. He didn't let black people inhabit those new That's buildings. Bullshit. That's not true. <laughs> and and so he he, he turned Manhattan into the rich area it is today. Without him, it would not be that. He started that. He did it. Yeah. And another thing about Trump is he brought feng shui to America. Do you know that? No. So the only reason why feng shui is, which is like how you organize furniture and stuff to make it, you know, good for the for the human soul or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. He brought that to America. He was the first one. Because he was building a building for a bunch of Chinese people or whatever the fuck it was. And he brought, and it was actually a woman that he brought in to do that. And by the way, Trump is not sexist. He puts more women in charges of power than anybody in our country. I mean, he, he literally chooses who's right for the job regardless of gender is what he actually does. Meet Donald Trump's feng feng shui master. 
And it's a girl. He, How about new, that? It's a woman he hired. I told you. There's a story in the New York Times about how he's the one that brought that to America. That's funny. Yeah. He's a lot more remarkable than they're making him out to be. If you uh, learn a little Trump bit more about are, him, you'll see. Uh, Trump, our zealous and erratic Republican presidential nominee, now president, by the way, hardly seems to embody the principles of ancient Chinese philosophy that aims to harmonize people with their physical surroundings. And yet, according to Peng Yin, for decades, incorporating these principles into his real estate holdings was one of Trump's foremost priorities. Yep. Beginning in 1995, Trump hired Peng Yin and her father to assess the energy of his international hotel and tower development project. That is so funny, dude. He brought, bring that up to Jimmy. <laughs> that is pretty funny, feng shui. He's oh, a no. pretty remarkable guy, even though he's a scumbag at the same time. Yeah, people can be like both, right? Like not everything you do, you can do some scumbag stuff, right? Like I can tell, like Jimmy's done some scumbag stuff, right? But does that make you a scumbag all the way? No, I mean, you do great stuff, too, right? So stop looking at just oh. the bad stuff with, like, Jimmy. Like, Jimmy's done some scumbag shit, I'm sure. Well, everybody makes mistakes, but that doesn't mean they're a scumbag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, I'm going to go, man. I got to eat something. Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie. All right, talk to you later, man. See ya. Peace.